Hey, what's up everyone? Josh here. On today's episode, we're going to be doing the new movie Sonic the Hedgehog, directed by Jeff Howler, starring Jim Carrey, James Marsden, and Ben Schwartz. We're going to do two parts for this episode, a non-spoiler part and a spoiler-filled part. So if you haven't seen the movie and you want to listen to the spoiler-filled part, you should stop and watch the movie. It's a decent movie. I'll say that much. But you can listen to our opinions in this episode. Let's get into it. Watch with sound. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Andicho, and with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we're going to be doing the new movie, Sonic the Hedgehog. Very, very divisive as regards <laughs> the release and everything. Um, but just so you know, this is a non-spoiler part, so we're going to get into the meat and potatoes later in our spoiler-filled part. So we'll warn you about that, but... To start off, Carmella, were you a Sonic fan? Were you a Sega fan? Any of that that type of stuff? Um, So, not really a Sonic fan growing up. I played the games, like, very loosely on the computer Mm -hmm. when I was bored. But it was more of, like, I stumbled across it and didn't, like... I wasn't like, oh my god, can't wait to play Sonic kind of thing. (laughs) But I'm, like, familiar enough with, like, the characters and, like, the world and, like, the game like items and interactions to like be to like know what's going know what was going on in the movie um but no i was not really a fan not enough to like call myself one at least yeah okay so (laughs) i know you were super stoked for this movie so i'm guessing you you were a fan i wasn't super stoked because the fact that i was a fan i was really stoked about like the controversy with the movie but i was a sonic man um growing up i did play a lot of the Sega Dreamcast games and also the old school games. Okay. Um, so it was kind of cool to see you, kind of my childhood on the big screen. Yeah. The reason why I say kind of is because, like, I did play the beginning games and then started playing the newer games, but they were so bad that I kind of, like, phased it out of my mind. Oh. And that's why, like, I, like, kind of forgot that I played the older games that were really good. Yeah. Um, Jeez. What was, what was bad about the new ones? The newer ones just kind of, like lost its like character and image like it it, like once sega kind of went under it went really weird they didn't really know what it was doing and did it it didn't go to like the previous stories they established before i see and it just like tried too hard kind of yeah and along with that like a lot of the controls and the gameplay was really iffy Mm -hmm. it was sort of like why did you even like (laughs) did they they change something or they changed like the gameplay or what it's not that they changed the gameplay it just it wasn't flushed out it wasn't, like, to the standard of, like, it should be released, you know? Mm-hmm. It was sort of, like, the gameplay was just bad. Like, the controls kind of, like, didn't mesh well with the gameplay. It was just really weird. And okay. Along with that, the story was just really corny and weird as well. And mm-hmm. it kind of went off on, the, like, its own tangent, kind of. Oh. So it just kind of, like, dug itself its hole and, like, jumped in. So, like, oh. that's why, like, I don't really say that I played the games, but I did play the games. Yeah. Um, the older games I really like cherish because like thinking whenever I think about them like they were so great. Um, like back then, they uh, Sonic had these like red shoes that grinded on rails. 
<laughs> and at the time, there was a company called Soap that did the same thing. Like they had these, they had a plate on the shoe for you to grind on. So when I was That's little, cute. right? Yeah. I, when I was little, I told my mom to call the company to order the shoes that Sonic had. Aww. And that's how much a fan of I was, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, um, it was just funny thinking about it because, one, like, I think they didn't even make those shoes that were Sonic. Yeah. I think it's just, like, a coincidence. And, two, <laughs> like, I bet they didn't have my size as they did. Like, I was, like, a little kid. There's yeah. no way. Um, but that kind of gives you in depth, at the, like, at the time, how big of a fan I was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but apart from that, what do you think of the movie? So, non-spoiler, um, I, I thought it was pretty okay, you know? I thought it was, like, funny at some parts, like, kind of corny at some parts, but overall, it was, like, a pretty decently, like, serviceable movie for, like, what it was. Yeah. Like, and this is speaking as, like, not, like, a non-fan, you know? Like, even going into it only, like, kind of knowing, like, the subject matter, I still had, like, a good time. I don't think... I didn't I don't regret like seeing it or anything um and I think they set up like I don't know if this is considered a spoiler you know what never mind I think it is (laughs) never mind um (laughs) anyways I thought it was pretty decent and I know that you were pleasantly surprised I am I was yeah because the thing is, like, I wasn't expecting, like, a blockbuster hit. Yeah. But I also wasn't expecting, like, a decently good film. Like, okay. I thought it was okay. pretty good. Like, I didn't... I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I, there was... Obviously, I have some gripes with it. But, like, thinking about the movie and who it catered to, like, I know it catered mm-hmm. to mainly kids, somewhat mm-hmm. adults. But the fact that they kind of had this, like, equal catering was really great. Like, you had... it. It was catered to kids, but it wasn't so overly immature that, like, adults couldn't enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, this is not a spoiler either. It's, to date, the highest grossing video game movie of all time. Or highest opening, sorry. Okay. Open, had the highest opening for a video game movie. And I don't know if that speaks to, like, how well made this movie, this video game adaptation was, or how bad the other ones were. <laughs> and it's probably a mixture of both. Yeah. Um, but I'm, like, glad that this was successful. Like, mm-hmm. finally a video game movie that was, like, kind of successful. Because there's, like, a ton of video games that, like, I think have potential to be adapted into, like, films with great stories. Um, so I, it's nice to see one, like, actually have some success. In the yeah. box office, at least. It was also great for this movie to sort of know what it was. Yeah. It was really aware of, like, what kind of movie it was and what it's going to portray. So, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't... It didn't take itself super seriously or it didn't take itself super maturely. It kind of, like, married the two and sort yeah. of um, portrayed the way that the story is supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it did kind of slow down when it kind of became, like, more about Sonic and the dude. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of what we'll get into later in the yeah. spoiler-filled episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of compare this toward like with detective pikachu mm-hmm. not as good as detective pikachu but the execution as regards to how like how well it was executed and how it sort of matched most of the subject matter that detective pikachu did and mm-hmm. it sort of like played on the fact of what it was you know it's, it's a game movie it has a lot of history and it played on that history kind of mm-hmm. um, self-aware kinda like, yeah kind of like detective pikachu they should have known what it was yeah um but apart from that to get to the whole 
conspiracy theory of it. <laughs> the whole the first trailer of this movie, hands down, terrible. Character <laughs> development, terrible. Mm-hmm. And we're not gonna ignore the fact that they redesigned the whole character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my question to you, mm-hmm. and what I always say whenever okay. we, I think about this movie, was this movie a marketing ploy or not? Okay. So, the paranoid part of me thinks that it was, okay? Because, like, yeah, obviously it's, like, kind of sus where, you know, they show this, like, creepy-ass trailer with this creepy-ass character design, and then, like, all of this audience backlash, they pull it back, and then months later, right? They, like... Pretty quick. Pretty quick. Pretty quick. Quick turnaround. Mm -hmm. Too quick. Suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) They put out... Like a newly redesigned like um, Sonic, he's like way cuter, not creepy anymore. The trailer's cut like in a better way, I think. And you know, that's pretty sus. Honestly, like I kind of believe that it was a marketing ploy mm-hmm. for some time. And for those of you that do believe that it was, I don't blame you. But <laughs> so I like I re- remember seeing this after. After, like I think initially when the movie came out like I found out the VXF VFX studio that worked on the movie was shut down like they closed okay so I'm just saying from a marketing <laughs> just from a marketing perspective like logistically it just like does not make sense why like the studio would pay this VFX like this other VFX studio twice to like first you know what but this is me assuming they paid them twice Oh, okay. I get. I know what you're gonna say. Okay, twice to like redesign the character, to like put out a horrible one and then redesign it, which they probably had to pay them double for, and only to get shut down later. Like that doesn't make any sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what are they paying them? Yeah. You know. And it's like, was like, did they shut? Did the studio shut this VFX studio down like on purpose to like I don't know keep shit under wraps? I don't know. That's the paranoid part of me. I don't know what to believe anymore. But I don't know. If I was thinking of it from a marketing perspective, it doesn't make sense to me that they'd throw away, like, millions of dollars only to, like... And, like, the return wasn't, like, really guaranteed. It was, like, I guess a bet they would have had to make. Um, But that's... Yeah. I don't know. So... So the the only argument you have that isn't is that, like, cost-wise it doesn't make any sense? Yeah. To me, like, to put, like, this many dollars at risk kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's not like they knew it would, like, you know... Be good or bad. Be, do well in the box uh-huh. office, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, a very risky bet that I don't think studio... That I don't really think studios are willing to make on a video game movie. Yeah. Because just statistically, historically speaking, video game movies in the past did not do well. That's true. You know? Yeah. So it doesn't make sense to me why... Like, th- these people could convince, like, these executives to make this bet, you know? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you don't know yeah. if it was millions of dollars of advertising or, like, the marketing ploy of it. Exactly. So what I want to do <laughs> is get my <laughs> argument here. I mean, we're both on the same side, but if yeah. there are any doubters out there, then, you know, listen in, you know, indulge me a little bit. <laughs> indulge Just, me. like, okay, first of all, seeing the movie and, like, the redesign of Sonic, it, like confirmed my belief that this was a marketing ploy. Like, the first trailer. Is it 
because there's certain parts of the movie that I will get into for okay. the spoiler field part. Okay. Um, to sort of like back up my claim. Okay. But we're gonna break down the first trailer here. <laughs> Broke it down. Let's start off with how Sonic was designed. Okay. It was creepy. Unrelatable. <laughs> creepy as hell. It was unrememberable, and it had teeth. Like, why did it have teeth? <laughs> At one point, was it like, yes, let's make sure we show the teeth. Um, And it, it, like, it did not, it was not related to the original Sonic at all. It was totally different. Um, And if you just break down just, like, the the basic aspects of the the trailer, it was like, they used, like, Gangster's Paradise as the main (laughs) song for the trailer. Like, that's, like, like, that's, like, the the death of a movie theme song. (laughs) You only use that theme song if your movie's gonna be bad and you just don't know it. Like it's just like it's just an obvious song not to use. You know? <laughs> okay. It's just so weird to me that they use that song because like, like say if it was if it was a marketing ploy mm-hmm. and I was like, which song would I choose? Mm-hmm. This is the song I would choose. What other song? I, there's like no other song I would think of to choose that would be like like if I were to sabotage my own movie yeah. trailer, this is what I would exactly. Use, kind of. That's like the song I'd use. Like maybe I'm blue. I'm blue. If I'm blue. <laughs> I'm maybe blue that would have like, but that would actually played more of the comedic sides. So yeah, that would have been like that's kind of like, fun. Yeah, yeah it can't be too fun. The so <laughs> gangsters. Um, and for the trailer, they used the most stupidest like <laughs> stupidest jokes ever. I mean, trailers do that all the time. Honestly, that's true. But like, it was the worst. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, who are you? And like, Sonic's just like. Meow. I like that. <laughs> when that part happened in the actual movie, it was like fine. Right? Yeah, it was fine. It was okay. But like seeing the trailer and seeing that, I guessed like in my head when I saw the trailer mm-hmm. and before he said anything, mm-hmm. I was like, he's gonna say meow, isn't he? He's gonna say so- or he's gonna say bark. I, no, I said I thought he's gonna say bark. Okay. But he said meow. meow. I was like, wow, how yeah. freaking predictable. <laughs> um, <laughs> how freaking. Man. But for the most part, it like the trailer mainly highlighted the fact that Jim Carrey's in it. Yeah. And after that trailer, I've seen on social media that like that they were commenting mainly on Jim Carrey's part of the movie. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so excited for Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the movie. I just want to see more Jim Carrey. And they're mm-hmm. talking about more Jim Carrey's acting, if anything, apart from the actual trailer. Other than the fact that it was really bad. But like the fact that it's projecting itself as a bad movie it plays into the fact that like once you see it it's not as bad as as people expect it to be so it's really good and it plays into the fact that like it wasn't really a bad movie it was actually decent so it's kind of like lowering their expectations before the movie comes out it was a perfect marketing plan it was the perfect setup how do you not believe this i just don't think okay i and i do get the fact that like it was a gamble the fact that like okay they spent millions of dollars of just doing this and that but like if you think about it, we only saw the trailer and we only saw little aspects of the movie mm-hmm. that could easily be changed. Like, I'm not saying it's cheap to redesign a character or to redo mm, CGI. It's not cheap. But we don't know how like how far this was planned or like if it was already like in play that they're gonna redesign the character. And the fact it took like what a month or so for it to be redesigned and put out this new trailer, it's very suspicious. I I do admit that is very suspicious. But I just realized I have one more thing to back up my claim about how I think it was not a marketing ploy uh-huh. and that like they really did just make a bad choice for bad VFX 
like in the first place put out a weird ass trailer and they were like oh fuck we gotta redesign this mm-hmm. cats <laughs> that's all i have to say bad vfx <laughs> yes, happens that's true it happens and people bet millions of dollars on billions of dollars on it and like just look at what happened with cats you know they put out this creepy ass fucking movie into the universe they couldn't it was too late to hold that back because that shit took a while way longer than sonic would have because it was literally every character in the movie um but yeah i don't know but the thing with cats like it is a cgi movie like there's no way of dodging that I think with Sonic, you know, you have these real-life characters and then Sonic, that's CGI. That's probably about it. That's probably why it was faster, though. Exactly. It was I mean, just one just character. Just one character. Yeah. I get that. But, I I mean, it's it could be hand-in-hand. Hand. Who knows? We'll um, never know. We'll never know. But I do, yeah, I do see both sides, definitely, though. Yeah. I see one side. I see the truth. I that's what I see. Truth. I see the truth. He's on to you. <laughs> Run! <laughs> but, whether or not... It's a marketing ploy. Mm-hmm. It worked. It worked. Mm-hmm. You know, the movie's out. It's doing decently well. Yeah. And we're going to talk about why it's doing decently well mm-hmm. in the spoiler-filled part of this episode, which will start right about now. <laughs> you have been warned. All right. If you've gone to this part of the episode, it's going to be filled with spoilers. So if you haven't seen Sonic, which you probably should see it, you should not listen to this. But if you have seen it, come hang out, chill out, listen to our opinion mm-hmm. as it starts right now. Oh, Carmela, oh what do you think of Sonic? Spoiler filled, no holds barred opinion. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I thought Sonic was pretty okay. Um, I was going into it not expecting like a good movie at all. I was like expecting a very corny movie, which it sometimes was. Yeah. But I thought it was, like, pretty funny, too. Like, a lot. A lot of the times. And I think, like, a highlight of the movie for me was definitely James Marsden, like, hmm. the actor. Um, I hadn't seen him in a lot of things in, like, a really long time. I know he's in the show Westworld, which is, like, pretty popular. Um, but I haven't seen it. So, yeah, seeing him again um, made me, like, remember that he existed, I guess. And, like... The trailers didn't like really set his character in like a pretty in a good light, I think. Like cuz yeah, like what you said before the trailer was like cut and like only the corny jokes were in there. Um but I think he held up like the movie like very well. Like I think he was like the secret backbone of the movie to me, like his delivery of like um of like the lines and like his character arc kind of um and his relationship with like his wife was like I think gave the movie a lot of heart um yeah and I think like the whole buddy thing with Sonic was like I think it was kind of forced and like this is like delving into the con territory um which we could get into later but like yeah I think overall like I think James Marsden was like a shining light for the movie for me interesting interesting yeah um so going into like pros and cons, I think the movie overall was very very safe, in the sense of like the route it went like, through and like like plot wise, plot wise okay. and sort of um, handling Sonic and the and the whole buddy buddy thing. Yeah. Um, but I think since it was so safe, it was kind of the only way it could go with its current situation, quote unquote, with it having, you know, 
a bad marketing turned good marketing that wasn't a quote-unquote ploy but uh, <laughs> the fact that it was sort of on this bad leg already it sort of had to go through a safe route mm-hmm. and the fact that it was also a video game movie that obviously don't, doesn't do well um like looking past history they had mm-hmm. to go this safe route and sort of solidify themselves first as this as the character and as this franchise for them to set up later future sequels and sort of play with that maybe push the boundaries more with that with the sequels and everything like that mm-hmm. um but just going into my favorite parts of the movies the jokes <laughs> the memes and the self-awareness of everything like the fact that i don't know if you know but they use the when the crazy person used the that was showing his drawing uh-huh it was oh, a, yeah. it was a meme Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's the yeah. Sanic, the Sanic meme or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and like it showed it, and like the theater like busted up laughing. Yeah, everyone was laughing at that. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, I um I did have a problem, kind of a problem with Ben Schwartz um, voice voice acting. acting, but then once I got over that, it fit really well. What was like your initial like gripe? Um, some words he said was like kind of like just thrown out. Like there, I feel like there was an emotion sometimes. Oh, okay. Um, like too, like, I I think I know what you're talking about. Like if you're about. like say like he was frantic, he'd be like no. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like no. Yeah. There's only like some parts like that, like really small parts. Yeah. But overall, I think Ben Schwartz did a really good job. I think yeah, he fits Sonic really too. well. Um, I didn't even recognize that it was him. Oh really? Yeah. I was like, oh my god, it's Ben Schwartz from <laughs> Parks and Rec. Um, and I really love the fact that like even though Sonic was mainly CGI'd. Mm-hmm. It wasn't distracting. It wasn't like yeah. cats. Yeah. It wasn't like... <laughs> Nothing will be like cats. <laughs> it wasn't like overly terrible. It was just sort of like just uh, CGI'd Sonic and that's it. It wasn't like anything that like caught my eye off guard. Mm-hmm. And it did play with the, mu- the movie really well. Like how he slows down time and sort of how he animates through his speed and slowing down time and when he turns into the blue ball like he mm-hmm. looks fine and it's nothing that like i was like weirded out about i yeah. thought the cgi and the animation was really great um compared to um the cgi and detective pikachu which do you think like blended in better i guess with like the world they set and i know detective pikachu there's like way more going on yeah but i guess if you were to like just isolate like the scenes where it was just human just one dude and one Pokemon. So, like, I guess just Pikachu and the kid. as And then compare it to just Sonic and, like, James Marsden's character. Which do you think had, like, a better blend of CGI and realism? Hmm. I'm, I'm going to give it to Detective Pikachu. Okay. Just because, like, at some parts with Sonic, you could tell that it wasn't Sonic. Like, I remember he was holding, <laughs> he was him, holding him. Yeah. And it was not him. It was, <laughs> yeah, like, this, like, so... doll or something. Yeah. It was so small. Yeah. Like, that's not Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic, show me. And like whenever they like, sometimes when they hold Sonic, when like the yeah, CGI, when it was kind of off. Yeah, and how they interacted sometimes was off. Um, so that's why I give it to Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Um, but the CGI world was great. Both of those movies have great CGI. Yeah, yeah, no, um, not a, like without a doubt. Yeah, and then um, one thing that I liked and didn't like was. The return of Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey so much. Mm-hmm. This is why mm-hmm. I'm putting him in my pros list because I love Jim Carrey. His acting was really great. Um, I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna get more into his acting in the cons part because there's some gripes I had with Jim Carrey and sort of his character. Um, but my pop, my most 
like loved part and part I love the most was the setup for a real, like a sequel yeah and using tails at the end yeah. i got so stoked got, i was like, so hyped. happy because i like, like oh my God. the whole movie i was like when's tails gonna come in when's tails <laughs> gonna come in and then like the ring opens up mm-hmm. and then he's like he should be somewhere here and it shows the tails <laughs> like, yeah. i was so stoked yeah oh man i love tails but what were your some of your favorite parts of the movie yeah so jim carrey was like uh, like like next to James Marsden I think Jim Carrey playing Dr. Eggman was awesome he like just looked like he had so much fun with the character um and yeah he, he hadn't been in like a film in however long and like this is the film he chose to like be on after quite a while so I think that's saying something to like probably how much of a fan he is um and I just, yeah, it's just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. He's just, like, so weird and so crazy. Um, and, like, a we- he had, like, a weird relationship with his henchman. He just, like, <laughs> punched him in the throat, like, randomly. And, like, just, like, he, like, gets away with doing, like, such weird stuff, but it's, like, still funny. Um, and I think I know what you, like, might think about, like, the way they wrote his character where he's, like... This super genius who was like like bullied. It's like kind of a very generic backstory. Um and like doesn't really like I guess from that like point of view, it's like not enough to become like like this evil crazy person. But I don't know. I personally think it like worked fine for me because I wasn't looking for too much depth or anything from like I guess a villain from a video game so i'm like okay it's jim carrey he's crazy dude um so yeah that's like like i i loved his character and what he did with it he was perfect (laughs) (laughs) building off of um jim carrey's acting Mm -hmm. and the character development this is where we go into the cons Mm -hmm. because one big con i have was sort of the was sort of the was the character development essentially okay um like i knew like, I don't really care about how, like, if Jim Carrey was bullied or not, or his character was bullied yeah, or not. Yeah. I was more, I had more problem with the fact that, like, he kind of was thrown in and then just started hating Sonic out of nowhere. Okay, and yeah. And just sort of had yeah. this, like, evil notion out of nowhere. And it sort of just, like, threw him in there without any um, development of his evilness or his villainess. Like, yeah, he's this crazy inventor that builds things, but there wasn't a point of the movie that I was, like, okay, this guy, you can't mess with this guy. Other than the fact that, like, he punches his <laughs> his partner or whatever and is very, like, self-centered and, like, just talks really weird. But it never really... it never. I was never really scared of him, is the point. I see. It never was, like, you should watch out for Eggman. It was more of, like, oh, he's there. He's the villain because the movie says so. Yeah, It was never, okay. like, this overarching scary part of it. Yeah. Um, and also the relationship between Tom and Sonic, which I love, but also felt really rushed as well. Because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, Sonic, I'm Sonic. I need your help, Tom. Please help me. Okay, I'll help you. Let's go. <laughs> like It was sort of like this acceptance really quick as regards to like being his friend and helping him get to San Francisco. Even with the fact that like Tom's career is on the line. Yeah. Like, it was kind of just like, all right, I'll help you. 
that's my career. Yeah, kind of like thing. I'll give it all up. Hey, you're right. I yeah. should stay in Green Hills. Yeah, it was like... so quick. Like it, there wasn't a development for them to like actually become friends or care about each other. Yeah. Like yeah, it was cute that like Tom saw his list and he's like, find a girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, it was cute. But it never really like it didn't really re- click. Yeah, it didn't really yeah. enforce the fact that like there are two different people helping each other. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that like I that I could have seen happening especially because they're playing by the numbers and playing really safe, mm-hmm. was if, like, Robotnik was able to kidnap Sonic, and that could have helped more with the development of both Eggman and Tom. Like, Eggman sort of kidnapping Sonic and, like, torturing him or showing mm. him methods that, like, would show him as an evil person. Okay. While Tom sort of battling with the fact that, like, oh, Sonic's kidnapped. Should I help him? I don't know. Like, do I really care about that much? Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. I should help him. So it kind of, like, would help them both develop more character their their character and also um you right, know just, like raise the stakes exactly and, like... and sort of even if like they did that it was still playing it safe it's still something that happens in like every movie like generically ever. no yeah, yeah. Well, it's that's like, like it's like playing solution. on the right trail yeah right? yeah um and then one con that i know will be solved in the future hopefully is the fact that like there wasn't as much <coughs> bless you Thank you. <laughs> there wasn't as much nostalgia as I wanted. Um, mm. Like, what I mean by that is, like, I was watching the movie. Like, Easter eggs? East, kind of like Easter eggs and kind of involvement with, like, the past games. Because mm-hmm. when I was watching it, I, like, almost forgot that, like, I played the games. Yeah. Like, I was watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, I did play Sonic when I was little. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like they took Sonic, the character, and put him into, like, a movie plot about like earth or whatever like it wasn't even like about it, yeah yeah right it wasn't relatable to the game I yeah guess, content. um and that's why like at the end i got so stoked for tales because like because you were reminded yeah i was reminded yeah. it was a nod to like the games and i feel like i should have been reminded of the games right off the bat like yeah oh, this is sonic or, like, like, I it when I was yeah bit. um but i get why they had to sort of restrain on that just because they have to play it safe they have to yeah sort of establish this character and then maybe later they could overdo this nostalgia and sort of play more into that sonic character Mm -hmm. so i kind of get that but like i had to put that in my cons because it sort of felt like i didn't even know that this was a sonic movie in a sense yeah or like it wasn't based off like the games and stuff like that so hopefully in the future that'll be more nostalgia based and hopefully more nods to the game i could see why they like didn't do that to appeal to like younger audiences today because like yeah i don't think those kids know what sonic is (laughs) they definitely probably didn't play the games um so yeah i could see why like that that choice why that choice was made um because yeah it had to appeal both to like adults and like the kids right um and i had the same like cons as you did with like the whole like slow pacing with like the whole buddy thing where they like just Stop like at the bar it's just like so things. obvious like what they were doing yeah. which is fine you know it's like i'm not expecting like an amazing like flow into this but it was just so abrupt i was like okay like <laughs> this is what we're doing now um to the point where it felt like the relationship was like forced or the yeah. friendship was forced you yeah. know and it didn't seem like organic and like there was no like reason why they would should care about each other it's just sort of like they have to because of movie because movie movie. yeah Yeah. and like in the beginning i think it established it well where like 
it showed you how lonely Sonic was. Like, that was, like, that got to me. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, he's so lonely. That's that so really sad. Yeah. Um, but then after that, like, it kind of lost, like, its, like, heart, I guess. Or, like, the your appeal to, like, his, like, emotions or something. And, like, at I don't know, yeah, I can't even, like, yeah, your solution to, like, oh, yeah, kidnapping Sonic, and maybe he had to, like, battle, like, with the guilt, I think that definitely would have helped. You should have pitched it when you could have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. But, like, yeah, I can't even think of, like, another solution for how they could have made this friendship feel more organic. Um, But they did the best they could, and it was, like, it turned out pretty fine in the end, I think. Um, And I think it really helped when, like, you know, the whole family came together, right? And then in the end, it, like, he, like, moved in with them. That was kind of, like, precious. Yeah. So funny. Um, So that was really sweet, I think. Like, that, like, it ended, like, well, I think, like, pretty cohesively with what they, like, wanted to do in terms of, like, the relationship they established with them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, yeah... And the one of the best parts of the movie was the end where they did the setup for the sequel. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess the plot was super basic. Yeah. But it was like understandably basic, you mm-hmm. know. It's like they did the best they could with like the cir- under the circumstances, like you said. Um, and I think. If I had one problem with, like, Jim Carrey's character, it probably would have been, like, I guess they set him up to be, like, this, like, huge, like, asshole, I guess. Yeah. And, like, I guess you're never meant to empathize with him in any shape or form, but I just feel like they should have, maybe, like, just a little bit, even, like, just to get him, like... I don't know, just to make his character more interesting, yeah. right? I think He's not like just giving, crazy. Yeah, giving him more personality would have helped. Yeah. Because it's just sort of just like this, ro- this supposed to be a robotic person that was really smart and somewhat crazy. He's That's like, all you... He's like this crazy dick genius. Yeah, like... but there was no like sense of like why or sense of... I guess relatability of like oh I know someone that's like this yeah Yeah, exactly yeah Um, that's why it felt so like one way with me with his character yeah and I love Jim Carrey with all my heart yeah Um, and I would love to see more Jim Carrey craziness like he kind of like didn't step on the pedal with his like overacting or his craziness with this I feel like he kind of like kind of like let it on cruise control it wasn't like Ah, super overacting it was sort of like alright I'm Jim Carrey that's what I'm gonna do maybe it's like because it's his first in a while he kind of like didn't go all the way Mm -hmm. you know maybe the next one Mm -hmm. full Eggman speaking of the next one Mm -hmm. what would you like to see in the next one as regards like how they approach it how the plot would be and sort of the tone and the pace of the movie how would you want to see it Tone and pace. So, and story and stuff like that. I guess with the next one, their challenge will be like, yeah, balancing more characters because Tails in the picture now, right? Tails. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it'll be fine because they've already established the relationship dynamic with like him and Tom and the like Sonic and Tom and like everyone else. Um, I want to see more jokes. I want to see more hedgehogs rolling into a ball and exploding things. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see more like yeah. I love seeing like how they traveled through like different parts of the world with That's the rings. Cool. That was really yeah. cool. Um, um, yeah, I think 
just comedy, like, a good mixture of comedy, action, and, like, maybe, I think for the next one, I don't know the story between Tails and Sonic, if they're, like, there's, like, friction between them, or if they're, like, best friends. They're, like, best homies, yeah. Okay, if they're best homies, I think we could see a thing where, like, I don't know if this would be weird if Tom gets a little jelly (laughs) with, like, hey, dude, Sonic's my best friend. Like, who's this Tails dude coming in? I don't know. I think it'll be hard, though, um, trying to create a dynamic between three characters that are buddy-buddy. Yeah. It'd be really hard it's to like have, like, three, three best buddy friends. Mo- like, yeah. I don't know. I think that's going to be hard. One of them's human. <laughs> like, I wouldn't mind if they didn't include Tom as much. But yeah. I do love Tom. But, like, if they want to make this dynamic between Tails and Sonic, they have to... Fo- just focus on them. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. of course. Um, what I want to see more is obviously more nostalgia, like I stated earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in the re- original games, the point of Sonic was to find Chaos Emeralds. Right. And these Chaos Emeralds would like have like all this power if you collect them all together. And at the end, when he collects them all together, he turns into Super Sonic, mm-hmm. turns golden. Like I hope this whole like <laughs> He's gonna turn this golden. scene is like super great and like over over the top and like it just becomes like Super Sonic. He's like super powerful. He's super Saiyan. Um, and if they were to uh, focus on Sonic and Tails, I hope. It also pushes another sequel to have more of like the other characters, mm-hmm. which are more lesser known, which I understand. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but a- like Amy Knuckles mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like uh, Fat Cat, which is kind of one of my favorite because he's so funny and so <laughs> random. And I-, I don't even know why they include him, but like, there's this Fat Cat that why. fishes for some reason, that's really and random. he just homies with Sonic, and that's like my favorite part because he doesn't do anything. He's like sort of relevant. It's funny. <laughs> Is the owl from the beginning of the movie in the game? The owl? Yeah, that owl. Oh, the dead, like the mom? Mm-hmm. No, she isn't, from my knowledge. Okay. Um, she was really random. Yeah. But the people that attack her are actually real. Actually, yeah. is a real species. Yeah. Because the, one of the most popular characters from Sonic is Knuckles. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the people that attacked him was like, his species. Yeah, right? Right? Echidnas. Kidness. Yeah, that's what they're called. Knuckles <laughs> the Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, apart from, like, the nostalgia, I do want them to push the story more and push the edge more. Mm-hmm. I think now that they're more established and more known, they could sort of do whatever they want and mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. have to play it safe as regards to, like, the plot and the story. Yeah. They could play around more and be have more fun and hopefully, like, I think push more buttons. I think they will. Travel yeah. to, like, different planets i feel like yeah and also like get kind of weird yeah exactly get yeah. over the top a little bit you know you got yeah. a good now you guys made some good money yeah, <laughs> yeah. do what you want you it's know? pretty cool people the people want it let the reins loose you know let, let the reins go, loose. You know? but overall even with a quote-unquote bad marketing in the beginning <laughs> sonic was actually a pretty decent movie in my opinion it was really fun really aware of what it was doing um as regards to it pushing my nostalgia buttons, not so much, but I'm still very excited to see what's next. Even when they put my homie Tails in it, pretty stoked <laughs> to see what they're going to do with that. Um, really stoked to see what they do with Sonic. But all in all, thank you all for listening to our take on Sonic the Hedgehog. My name is Josh Andicho, and you can follow me on Instagram at SpaceWolf. And I'm Carmela, and you can follow me at CatMelaO. And you can follow Watch It Sound on Instagram at Watch It Sound along with listening to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple. Thank you for listening, everybody, and keep on watching. Wing, wing.